This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCube, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. Welcome back to the Good Things Guy podcast. We're talking wills because it's National Wills Week. And this week, I'm talking to Grant Fitzy, Head of Marketing for Capital Legacy. Grant, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Brent. Thank you for having me. It's so great. Um, first of all, let's start at the very beginning. Who is Capital Legacy and what exactly do you guys do? Capital Legacy is it's a relatively young company. We, uh, we founded it in 2012. Um, some people have heard of us, but uh, we're slowly building our, our brand. Um, and I suppose if you're not really in the wills and estates industry, you might not have heard about us. But we've grown over the last few years to um, now become South Africa's leading provider of wills. Um, and uh, to put that into, into context, I mean, we help at the moment, we're helping about 15,000 clients every month uh, get their wills in place. Um, compared to when we first launched the first few years, we're maybe helping four or 500. So um, incredibly proud of our, of our growth. So I have to ask, right, um, there's a lot of listeners that, that will be listening in on this podcast and they'll be like, yeah, whatever. Like, but are wills important is my question. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's kind of why we're talking. It's um, uh, going into September. It's actually national wills week. And um uh, the Law Society of South Africa set up a National Wills Week, sure, I think about 10 years ago. Um, and and the reason they did it was because not enough South Africans have a will in place. And, and the stats that you'll probably see floating around over the next couple of weeks as more and more people talk about wills um, is about 70 to 75% of South Africans don't have a will in place. Um, and, um, you know, when we, when we talk to people, it's, it's not that they don't think it's important. Um, it's that people just don't get around to doing it. They just, life is so busy and they procrastinate. In fact, we, we did some research last year and, um, uh, it was very interesting. We saw 43% of the people that we surveyed said they haven't got their will in place simply because they just didn't get around to doing it. Um, and that was a shocking. That's just shocking. Well, th- this is the thing, right? We 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 think we're we're immortal. We think we're going to live forever. Um, but I have to ask, yeah. what are some of the what are some of the things that can go wrong if you don't have a will in place? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of things that can go wrong. Um, and you know what we find is uh, when we do um, interact with clients that uh, get get hold of us, nine times out of ten, they've just gone through a personal experience where someone close to them has maybe passed away, a family member, or a friend, and they've They've, they've experienced firsthand what um, uh, what it's like to uh, wind up somebody's life, which is basically what 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 happens. And whether you like it or not, at some point, we all eventually pass away at some point. And at some point, whether you like it or not, um, your life has to be wound up. So that means wrapping up assets and liabilities and properties and cars and investments and you know, if there's children involved or you're setting up trusts for them um, and, and a whole lot of stuff has to has to happen. And that that process 
can take months and months and months. And if you have a complex life, it can take it can take even even longer. And so, so basically, what that means is you either go through that process with a will, or you go through that process without a will. Um, and with a will, puts you in control and lets you have a say in the in the process. Uh, without a will, you basically what we call in South Africa is you then subject to the law of intestate succession, which means that the law of the land will apply a set formula to winding up your estate and all your all your assets, which is a bit of a one size fits fits all, which is probably not what you what you wanted. And so what that what that means is potentially. People are going to inherit the stuff that you maybe didn't want to, and other people that you wanted to inherit stuff maybe aren't, aren't going to. But a will puts you in control of that of that process, um, and that gets I mean that gets very complicated, especially these days when there's lots of blended families. You know, you're now talking about ex-wives and new wives and stepchildren, and and life gets complicated. A will allows you to control that that process. And and what we've seen is you know where there's where there's no will um, or maybe there's a will that is old or it hasn't been up, updated, um, and that person's passed away. You now have family members. You're sitting with family members trying to wind up that person's life, and um, the, it opens the door for for feuds, for family fighting. Um, there's there's nothing worse than uh, seeing a grieving family suddenly turn on each other. Because of a car or assets or a painting or pottery or silverware, and yet we see it all all the time. And so, without a will, you you're basically setting up your family for um, an uncertainty. You know, no one's clear on what what dad wanted, what what mom wanted, and then there's and there's fighting. And of course, I mean, like I said, winding up someone's estate does take a long time. Um, it is a complex process. It is a lengthy process. It's a very formulaic process. Um, and without clear direction from a will, uh, it makes the job of the executor even harder. And so you're setting your family up for long delays. We've we've seen estates that you know take anywhere twelve to eighteen months, where there is no there's no issues, but where there are lots of issues, where there's no will, or there's family fighting, or there's contestation of the will. We've seen in you know two or three years. It it, it it can go on. And obviously that's, you know, no one wants to leave that sort of legacy for their, for their family. Um, and of course, you know, um, a, a very sensitive issue is not just, you know, cars and, and, and stuff and assets and houses and that, um, a very sensitive issue is your, is your children. Um, I'm a father of three, three boys. Luckily two of my boys are now, um, half out the home, half in the home. They're 21 and 19 years old, but I've got a 10 year old boy. And so when you're thinking about your children and what you'd like to leave behind to them, and potentially if you're not around, who's going to look after them, um, especially in this country where the stats are something like 63% of households are single parent households. And so if the parent goes, suddenly you're having to think about guardianship for your for your minor children, who's going to look after them, how are you going to fund that? What sort of vehicle are you going to set up to channel the uh, funding through? Are you going to set up a, a a trust? I mean, because certainly, I mean, even up to eighteen years old, uh, well, actually, even older for some kids, up to twenty five, mm-hmm. you're not responsible. You don't want them inheriting 
um, large sums of money and expecting them to be responsible with that with that money. So a will allows you to set up financial vehicles like a trust to ensure that uh, that they are that they are looked after after well. And so without a will, you kind of expose yourself to all of that. With the will, you're put in control of of how. Uh, of how your legacy is rolled out. So I have to ask now, we, we've said what all the complications are and they're vast. We know this. Um, I've been through it. Yeah. I have friends that have been through it. It's it's not fun. First and foremost, you're grieving and then you're stuck in the situation where you're having to have to try clean up an estate in that in that state of loss. So I have to ask, how does mm. how does capital legacy help the process? So so there's a there's a number of ways. I think the first thing, our our first port of call is to help more South Africans get more wills in place. I mean, that's the that's the first thing. And when I when I started, I said we're very proud of the fact that we're now helping um nearly nearly 15,000 uh new clients get their get their wills in place. That is the first thing. And how we've done that is one of the biggest barriers to entry are people getting the wills done. It's not necessarily that most people think they don't need a will, although there are some people that go, oh, it's not for me or it's only for the wealthy. A large portion of people um, are actually not too sure where to go or how to go about doing it, or they think it's a complicated process or they think it's expensive. So it doesn't really make it onto their list of things to do because they're not too sure what, what to do first. And so the first thing that we've done is, We've made it easy to get your will in, in, in place. We've got a team of over 100 wills consultants that literally travel every single day of the week. They are traveling out to our clients, whether it's at work or at home or after hours or even over the weekends, um, uh, I hate to say, <laughs> to get to our clients to help them draft their will, take them through the process. It's not a complicated process. Um, and and that's the first the first thing that we that we do. I think the second thing that's very very important is it's not just about drafting the will, it's about ensuring that once it's drafted and you're happy with it, uh, and this is a big point, is that it's signed and it's returned to us uh, for for safekeeping. Because two two things happen there. Some people go, okay, I've drafted my will, it's done and dusted, I'm I'm okay, I'm I'm safe, and then they don't think about it again, but. If the will is not signed, then it's not it's not valid. Um, and so we have a huge effort to make sure that we follow through and get our, our clients' wills signed, witnessed, and then very importantly, back to us, a, a copy back to us for safekeeping. We've seen instances where a client has drafted a will and maybe they've signed it. We don't know because we've never got a, a copy back to us. And um, when a when they've passed away, the family doesn't know that there's a will in place, or they can't find an updated will. So it's very important that that there's a there's a signed copy sent sent back to us. And of course, at the back end of the process is you know we help the clients at the front end get their wills in place. We help the, them make sure that they get the will signed. But then also when when the client does pass away, we have one of the country's biggest estate administration businesses, meaning we are the executors of the will. We help the, the family execute on the will, wind up, up the will. Um, and th that is probably the most important part of it. That's when that document that you've sat there for the, for the hour with the, with the consultant many years ago, someone's got to read that and then execute on your, on your wishes and, um, and so we complete the the uh, loop on that on that process. So I must ask: it's it's National Wills Week. We're calling people to either 
uh, either go and create a will or to check their wills, right? Because some people, things happen, life changes in one year. You need to check these wills on a yearly basis. But you've gone a little bit further and we've moved into something called Wills Month. Yes. Yeah, so, so obviously, like I said, National Wills be- has uh, been around for a while. But um, a few years ago, um, we we looked at this and we said, you know, we we actually do this every single day of the week. We we have been educating the markets and talking to consumers, and uh, we we draw free wills every day of the week. And so, a few years ago, we started saying, well, it's not it's not good enough to tackle this 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 task in one week and so we've been calling it wills month and funny enough the industry is now starting to talk about wills month and so we spend the entire month of september where we literally if i had a soapbox i'd be on the street corner shouting at people saying don't procrastinate don't go to bed tonight before you've sorted your will out it's not that complicated and we can help you um and so that's what we do for the for the month of September, we we spent a huge amount of time and energy talking to the industry, uh, uh, talking to consumers, getting them over the line, and helping them get their wills in place. Thank you so much for all this incredible information, Grant. Um, I'm excited to get the listeners drafting those wills, getting their life in order so that they can leave a legacy behind for those that they love. Um, what is your parting shot? So my parting shot is don't procrastinate. Put it onto the top of your list. Don't go to bed tonight without getting in touch with us. We will help you get your will sorted. It's not complicated. It's not expensive, but it'll save you from immense drama and chaos one day. So please talk to us. We'll get you sorted. That's it. This is Will's Month, and and we want the best for you and your families. And that's exactly why I've brought Grant and Capital Legacy onto the show to talk about wills and why it's so important. Uh, For more podcasts, go and check out the channel. There's loads of great conversations there. As always, thank you and only good things. That's it. Wishing you only good things. And for more good things, visit www.goodthingsguy.com. Okay? Love you. Bye.